Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. Yo, Adrian. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Cool. Okay, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Elias. Thank you for having me, man. Exciting times, our friend uh, Firefly Lane finally has arrived. I believe today, right? Today is the day, That's dude. Right. Uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. So, uh, how does it feel to be a part of a series like this? You know, it's. Uh, it, I feel so lucky and so fortunate, man. It's like uh, this is not an easy game that we choose to play uh, as as actors and people go a long time before maybe getting the opportunity that I was so gracefully given. And uh, I really hope I made the most of it and people enjoy it, but yeah, just so fortunate and kind of blindsided by the whole thing. But yeah, we're going to jump more into the series in a few minutes, but uh, let's talk a little about your journey to the acting world. Uh, how did you uh, get yourself into this? How did you, uh, what made you go for it? Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, it's the only thing I can really remember probably wanting to do but from a young age I was I was pretty involved in the musical theater game uh in any aspect I could I, I did a lot of summer camps that consisted of doing theater shows and getting up on stage singing so I think it was just the uh the exposure to it as, as a young age my parents are super supportive of, of kind of my interest in it and uh, it just snowballed I just love I just loved it it's like the only thing I do where I feel completely free so if I can really? do that yeah. What's uh, what's the ultimate goal for you? What do you think? To tell stories, I guess. Tell stories that that uh, interest me. Uh, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's if I can just express myself through this for as long as I possibly can, that's the goal. Whether, you know, no matter the size of the project, uh, just to continue being able to act. You mentioned telling a story. What do you enjoy the most about the industry? Yeah, I mean, there's there's two sides of it. Like, I love movies. So obviously, you know, I, they're they're kind of my first love in a lot of ways. So there there is the consuming of it, consuming of a story, kind of getting uh, getting to escape in 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 someone else's imagination and and to follow along in something uh, is I love it so much. Whether it's a book or a, or a movie or a TV show, um, but getting to tell the story is a whole different side of that passion. It's like now you're you're it's so bizarre it's it's completely different it's like you are inhibiting this character and you get to express the arc and i think the thing i love the most about it is that you get to explore someone that you aren't and it's kind of uh, an interesting removal from uh, your everyday life i need to ask that departed that's one of my favorite movies back is it dude i I see the poster and everything it's it's a classic man that's that's an example of great story like story is king just like how everything wraps in oh man it's just i've seen that movie countless times would you love to get would you love to get your hands on something like that oh dude yeah i would just i would pay money i would do it for free i'd sleep under a bridge to be able to yeah yeah to do something like that to play like a leo character even the mark Wahlberg character in the departed so great just like just yeah that would be uh that's definitely the pinnacle that would be uh to be able to do that i think uh i think i'd die happy directly after wrapping something like that you mentioned leo or Wahlberg also uh is there somebody in the industry you look up to you try to watch their film and everything just to make your craft better yeah, so many people, so many people, man. Um, I think, yeah, obviously Leo is just a king and has just made such a 
an example of consistency and you know he never really turns in something bad and has been doing it since what's eating gilbert grape in the 90s so leo's up there viola davis is just a, i just am like baffled every time i watch her work um daniel day lewis is mm -hmm. probably probably the 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 top one for me i just i could watch that guy a centimeter away and i wouldn't i wouldn't see a mistake and yeah really studying his stillness is uh yeah inspires me a lot you mentioned Dan Day Lewis. It's great about him. It's like he just picks and chooses what he wants to do. That's why you don't see him. That's why you don't see him that much. That's why you don't see. He's off in Italy making shoes, maybe. And if you know he gets a good script, he'll go and do it. And I That's think, right. yeah, just that of the total agency of he he's kind of uh, you know, he's obviously worked a lot. I think he's retired now, but yeah, to be able to pick, yeah. like let alone get chosen, but to pick what you want to do, insane. I know in Firefly when we see you like as a athlete jock type of person, like, but uh, is there like a goal, ultimate role you like, you want to try to get your hands on someday? Yeah, I think the yeah, good question. I think um, I think the further away from myself that I get to play, the better. So mm -hmm. whatever that may be, um, like psychologically, if I get to play someone that I never uh, have shown a shade of before, that would be interesting. Coop is very close to me. Um, and I love playing him, you know, that the sensitive jock type who is in the play. I was that kid. I was uh, I was doing the 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 high school musicals and then ha would have to go to basketball practice still in makeup and hear it from the whole team. So I do relate to that, which is why I loved it. But, yeah, the the goal is to play someone that I I never, never will be. So, yeah, let's jump right into the fire. I'm mean, Coop and everything. Uh, this, the series is based off a book. Did you get a chance to read the books? Is Coop in the books? Do you know anything about this? I did not get a chance to read the book. I I should have. I totally should have. I um I do not think Coop is in the book. I think Coop okay. was kind of a, a last minute call by the writers to throw me in there. Bless them for that one. Yeah. Which which made your life probably a lot easier because then you could put your own spin in this character. Yeah, I think there. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of maybe not rules but you know kind of guidelines these characters have to follow because they're yeah they're from a book and from a you know a prior story or they're playing younger versions of one another or older versions of one another and for coop uh it was kind of he was just this this one dude in this one timeline so i got to kind of make it my own which just was just amazing uh, for the writers what kind of description did they come up with coop for you coop i could probably bring it up uh in word but it was it was uh yeah the the popular high school dude who plays yeah. the love interest to uh young and naive kate malarkey you know he plays the football guy maybe explores a more sensitive side with the romeo and juliet just your classic uh maybe troy bolton-esque yeah. what, what did you uh what did you love about this character i love the i loved how close he felt to myself um i think you know, I'm I'm in my early 20s now, but Coop was, you know, 17, 18 years old. So I think I loved being able to kind of go back to feeling like that high school version of myself where the only thing that mattered in the world was, mm. you know, in the confines of the classroom and the hallways and, you know, who's doing the play and who's seeing who and that kind of, you know, seems so juvenile now, but to kind of escape back to that part of my life where that's the only thing that bothered me was kind of refreshing and fun. Your character is also in the seventies. How is it filming those type of scenes in the seventies? Yeah, in the clothes too. Yeah, oh god, the clothes, the clothes. I had these awesome like Marty McFly type esque sneakers that <laughs> just made me feel so great. And the you know some of it was a little tight. The leather jackets were you know definitely something. But yeah, the clothes were fun. I liked um, 
I like the lingo. Like I, I like to, you know, if it's permissed to ad lib a little bit on set and kind of make it more natural um, off the page, but we really couldn't with this because there's such a specific kind of dialect in the seventies that we had to stick to. I remember saying a couple things and people were like, man, nobody said that in 1970, whatever. So that was, <laughs> that was a challenge for sure. Throughout the the episodes, you know, we see you, you know, you're of uh... You go, th- you you get involved a lot with Kate, which is played by Roan, which I had her on the show uh, in the first part of this past nice. season and everything. Like, uh, you're kind of like, you know, there's a secret between you two, pretty much. You guys are making out, I guess, if you want to say that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fooling around, stuff like there's that. There's a little making out. There's yeah, a little yeah. Around. Secret hanging out hookups, you <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, how do you describe, the, describe that chemistry between you two? Between me and Roan? Yeah. Oh, man, I could, I could go on and on about how talented and amazing that girl is Rowan is uh yeah she's a she's a battle axe powerhouse she's she was I was super nervous man I remember uh with one of the directors and Rowan we kind of pulled off to the side room to talk about one of our fooling around scenes and I'm shaking like teeth chattering shaking and they're like coat, you're so cold like let's grab your coat I'm like no I'm not cold I'm nervous and because it was the first thing I've ever done and it was the first day I got to set they threw me into this like crazy intimate scene with Rowan and she she like put me on her back. She uh, held my hand through the whole thing and made me feel so comfortable. And uh, yeah, we formed a fantastic friendship that kind of for the rest of shooting will like, it, it made uh, our scene so fun and natural. Yeah, she's the best. What do you, how do you describe like the story between you two? Because we also see there's like, a certain scene, you know, where Kate feels guilty because her friend Lisa Karen, which I had her on the show too. Kira uh, LaRue, man. You know, Kira LaRue. So she had, you know, I don't want to give it away. Spoilers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah describe like that whole story between everybody yeah i think um well for 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 coop and kate you know coop is kind of the 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 popular dude and i think uh, he's worried about his image and his identity and when it he feels that when it's attached to young kate malarkey who's not the most popular girl in the school he feel it would be like tainted almost so there is this kind of insecurity and this embarrassment um which i think i'm sure would be fun to watch but it's uh yeah he kind of hides her and Mm. she she lets him which is sad but yeah it is this interesting kind of together they're this amazing little couple and then apart he's like not super nice and and uh and talks down to her as if nothing ever happened there's a special episode we see you singing you gotta tell us a little bit about that very mandy oh man yeah how did how did how did you like were you even like approached and asked about this what happened (laughs) I was, I was, I, uh, one of the producers texted me and they were like, Hey, uh, we have your character singing Mandy and Elias. I'm not going to tell him no. Right. 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 Otherwise they're going to get the next guy to do it. So without even thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I'll sing Mandy. Absolutely. And so they hired this, uh, great vocal coach, Doug to uh, help me out. We did some sessions in his studio and I remember everyone, Rowan and Allie, and Kira were asking me about it. I didn't want to say anything because I was so embarrassed. And I was thinking they'd kind of play it in a quiet room so we could get the playback. No, man, I jumped right on that stage and there's like 120 background, you know, attendees of the, the play we're doing. Yeah. And they blasted this song in the speakers. And I'm just like, I just, I remember sweat dripping on my back, looking over at Ron and Allie, just like hiding their smiles. It was, uh, it was intimidating. Good experience though. Good exposure therapy. You just got to get up there and do it. Right. Did you like uh, go and listen to the way Barry Manilow sings it just to like try to, or Dude. you just did it on your own? No, I listened to Barry. I listened to Barry 
I beat that dead horse, man. I probably never <laughs> listen to that song again. I listened to that song, yeah, thousands of times with Doug by myself before I did it, just to yeah, yeah, endlessly. Uh, in the series, what's your favorite moment? Oh, great question. Um, I think, oh, dude. Um, I think there's this lovely moment where Roan and I they had this rain tower over this super old uh car that coop drove and uh, her and i it was just her and i in there under this rain tower doing this scene together it felt and like the camera's kind of behind us or was outside shooting in it felt like kind of just this slice of life and we kind of got to enjoy the moment together and um yeah it was like without the whole busy set feeling of everything it kind of just felt like two people uh hanging out in a car mm. um yeah that was great everything and every everything was fa fantastic did you keep anything offset from uh for your character, Coop? Dude, I didn't. Those sneakers, they those those Marty McFly sneakers I was talking about, those um those continue to haunt me. I wish I wish I got to bring those home. Uh, no, I didn't. I I have some wonderful photos, uh, but that's about it. There you go. What do you uh in this performance for this series? What are you hoping for uh, the, when people tune in to watch this? What are you hoping they remember mostly out of your performance? I hope. Oh man, very metalo. You know what? I think so because it's the thing I'm the most nervous about. Um, yeah, maybe Barry Manilow. I think it's definitely, it was definitely the most shocking to me to watch um, and my grandmother. So I think, yeah, I hope they, I hope they like Mandy. I hope they love Barry Manilow. It takes me back to the musical theater roots. What do you think? You think the fans of Five Highland are going to start like uh, DMing you on Instagram, everything, talking about your character and everything throughout? Oh the... boy. Did you, have, you thought, have you thought about that yet? I, uh, I, I haven't. Uh, um, and I, you know what, I think if it means that they're enjoying the show and the character, then yeah, man, that would be lovely to see that, that kind of lovely feedback. The internet is such a scary, um, danger soup to me. So if it, if this yields, uh, love from the fan base, then that's all I can ask for. Right. Well, it's true. Cause you put yourself out there, you're playing this character and everything and you know, people are going to love it. People are going to hate it. Exactly. It's always going to be like, this doesn't end. People might hate this interview. Who knows? I hope so. I, I hope not, man. I hope not. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's uh, it's like sending your your child off to right. school with a bunch of cyber bullies. It's like, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I hope not, man. I mean, you have to prepare for your, you know, you have to prepare for the worst. But yeah, I think it'll be met with love. I'm optimistic. There you go. There you go. So we have a uh, part two that just got released today. A uh, little. Real quick, I want, I want to know about Yellow Jackets because I love that show. Tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Right on. Yeah, dude, Yellow Jackets is uh, – well, that was my first – I did the pilot um, like a while ago, a year and some bit ago. Uh, played a guy named Kyle. Filmed the audition in my little studio apartment here in Vancouver just with the – held my phone up, you know. First ever paid acting job. I remember getting there just like so confused. I just – my only – film and tv experience at that point was doing student films so you know getting to that set and seeing 80 people run around to accomplish one task it's it's insane how they do it and i felt uh so intimidated and yeah that show is amazing and the cast is lovely i remember the first day i melanie linsky the lead um she kind of caught wind that it was my very first um first day on a set and when yeah. we wrapped on my scene she was like and that's a wrap on kobe's first day on a set and everyone clapped and i was just red i awesome. yeah it was amazing and to go back for the second season it just felt 
yeah pretty cool dude like that's a that's a huge show people oh, love yeah. that yeah cool. what's what's next for you now any other projects you want to tell us about that you got coming out or working on i am i yeah i uh you know i always hope that there's some next that's kind of the the long lost privilege of this industry yeah. but nothing nothing at the moment i'm up for something um pretty substantial and we're waiting to hear on that uh, i'll let you know elias I will let that's you awesome. know. That's awesome. Uh, Kobe, how can the listeners of yours now find you on social media to keep up with you? Yeah, my my uh, Instagram is just my name, Kobe Clark. And uh, yeah, I like uh, I like posting what I'm doing on there. That's what that's where you that's can awesome. update it. Yeah, Kobe, I want to thank you for giving me permission. This was great. Thank you, man. Go Patriots. Thank you. Thank you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.